This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about hooking up at Thanksgiving, getting girls into your friend group, and why guys string girls along. Check it out, enjoy, share it with a friend. J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Sam Fjord Glazer every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you for spreading the word. It is amazing to me. You know, I'll, I go on the social media every now and again. I see your DMs, your tweets, your Snapchats. Your Facebook messages, and it's like, it's crazy. It, I, I can't believe uh, how nice you guys are. It's really cool. It, it um, every time I get like a like the one that I like the most, and and not to say that all the messages aren't nice, but the one that I really like is when you're on like a road trip. It's a big car full of you guys, and you send me a little short video. Listen to the pod, showing new people. That's when like. A little tingle goes right through my nuts, and it feels like you've just plucked pluck a feather off an ostrich, and then you took that feather and you just grazed that seam of the nuts. The nuts, for the ladies out there who haven't seen a ball sack, it's like a football where the seam, the sewing comes together between the two nuts. And that's really where I'm getting that full feathering of the ostrich feather. When I see that crew hanging, listening. And, and this is the podcast about opening conversations up. Let us open the emails and talk about it. And then you guys look around and go, well, what do you think? Pause it. Come back to it. Hug it. Embrace it. Let Papa JT, the king of brunch, the omelet overlord, the climax czar, TD Freed. Uncle J Train, take you through these hours of your life. The moments, I'm a big Monday podcast listener because that's when the scare, you know, that Sunday, Monday weirds, you're hungover, you don't know who to talk to. Well, let me be your thoughts. Let Papa J Train. Couple announcements before we get into these guests. Uh, J Train Live. We're doing a live podcast. Uh, the last one was, whoo Unbelievable. Shelby, right? It was great. I mean, all timer. And everyone, all the people at the cellar, like the wait staff, they come up to me. They're like, we've never had more fun. That's the wait staff. They have to be there. They were in the back, like, yeah. hanging out. Hanging out. Yeah. David Tell, Colin Quinn, Mayron Kagani, those were our guests last time. So you can expect I have to up the ante. So the guests, we're going we're gonna to keep them a secret this time because I'm trusting that off of the buzz of the last one, we don't need promotional help. I think we can trust the listeners to come out. You it's out there. It's out You can there. listen to it. There are people, these streets are talking. Yeah. J Train Live, Monday, December 4th. And, and if I announce a show on this podcast, that means it's important. Because I don't just do, I'm on stage every night. I don't, I'm not begging you. These are the ones I think that you guys are going to love. Uh, November 5th. Oh, November 5th. That's coming up. I'm doing a half hour. I'm, I'm taping some stuff at the cellar as well. Nimesh and I are doing long sets. So if you want to come, it's at 11 o'clock on a Sunday night. If you, if you, you know, you want to come out, we'd love to have you. We're going to uh, do some longer sets. Um, Nimesh is writing for SNL now. I mean, it's crazy. So better get those tickets before all his SNL fans get them. Slash cousins. Nimesh has a lot of cousins. <laughs> Side splitters in Tampa, 12-14, December 14th. Laugh it up. Poughkeepsie, November 11th. 
Comics Come Home, November 18th. That's a biggie. That's at uh, the Boston Garden. Ever heard of it? Mohegan Sun, November 24th and 25th. Get involved with those dates. If you heard a little ding, you heard your city, you're somewhere that you drive through, somewhere you see on the highway, get involved. Uh, let's get to the guest. I'm very excited. Long time coming. I, mm-hmm. I, we should have made this happen sooner. i uh, known you a little uh, long time. Casey, yeah. Casey James Salango, thank you for coming on. It's a pleasure. Papa J trains. Uh, the the Climax Czar, is that what I Climax Czar. King, cool King of Climax. That's dope, man. Yeah. <laughs> I never tried it, but it seems cool. Yeah, uh, it's a, <laughs> Climax is fun, man. You should try it. This is fun. On my podcast, I do the same shit where I yell at the beginning and then I have a bunch of yeah. dumb nicknames. I call myself the Wild Country Phoenix. The Doc- Wild Country Phoenix. Yeah, the Dirty White Nightmare. The Dirty White <laughs> Nightmare. Do- Do- Dr. Dick and Pussy. These are all my favorites. <laughs> the DWN. Yeah, baby. You I know, love it. The Doctor's in. So we have a lot of fun. We're pretty similar. You have a podcast. It's called The Good, The Dad, and The Ugly. Yes. What do do we do there? So it's me and my friend Will Winter, Patrick Schroeder. We're all three young. I met Patrick. I know Will. Great guys. guys. uh, All good guys. And uh, I met Will at the duplex open yes right? yes did you ever do that yes a long time ago mm-hmm. it's a gay bar it's a gay bar this is the thing when you do comedy you just jump into these scenarios mm-hmm. you never would have thought that you'd yeah. have to tell people about and i i remember that gay bar open mic was the one of the best ones it was great because it was good energy like people were happy to be, it was a party yeah. it was right by that piano it was yeah. like a small spot yeah I've done uh, the weirdest fucking. I've done like a cult bookstore fucking open mics. Really, like libraries. Well, this is the thing. You just you. go wherever the mics are. Wherever they'll have you. So, so what do you guys talk about in that podcast? So we're three young, uh, kind of dumb, ignorant men who uh, want to know more about relationships. Mm-hmm. We're all in various stages of uh, being broken up with or being okay. in a relationship <laughs> or trying to fuck. And we bring on uh, female comedians to tell us why we're wrong and uh, just to inform us so we can be better at love and so sex. So it's a learning experience a learning from experience. your uh, point of view. Mm-hmm. I, I like great. that. When does it come out? It's every Monday. Every yeah. Monday. So, so you, right now yeah. you can go download The Good, The Dad, and The Ugly. And also go on Laughable. And that's a la- you ever hear the Laughable app? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a com- it's a podcast app that you can, da- you can subscribe to people. Mm-hmm. And if you're out there, you should su- subscribe to me because then you can see any podcast that I've been on. But you can subscribe to Casey. Yeah, please. And then you can get his podcast as well as anyone you've been a guest on. I think the people love it. This week we've got Lisa Traeger. Uh, she's great. Her and um, Will are both going through breakups. So okay. So sad out there. This is the, this so is the one a, for you. So it's a sad episode. It gets deep. It gets deep So and get dark. involved. And now you did the half hour. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks, fucking baby. awesome. Thanks, and man. and you have an album out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Wild Country Phoenix. Yeah, they wouldn't take Dr. Dick and Pussy, so I had to go with Wild <laughs> Country Phoenix. And, Dr. Uh... Dick and Pussy. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine going into the doctor? Hey, I'm Dr. Dick and Pussy, and just like saying that yeah. without acknowledging. <laughs> just not bringing it up. That's just my address. name. That's just my if, name. As if it's Stein. It's French. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Uh, Dick and Pussy. <laughs> they, have a lot of, they, they wrote it as like they made a promotional thing, and they wrote Dr. Dick and Pussy. They wrote Dr. Dick... Like in as an and oh. as like I'm a hermaphrodite. What I mean it as is I'm a doctor of like putting my dick in a pussy. You understand? So I'm very clinical about. Oh, fucking, in pussy. Yeah, doctor dick in pussy. I thought it was doctor dick, dick and, and pussy. pussy. See, that's a common misconception. But yeah. whatever, however you feel about it. Doctor dick and pussy makes me think like that. The dick and pussy are like holding hands and dancing and cute. inviting you into their home. <laughs> Come on in, doctor. Dr. Dick in pussy. Mm. That's more aggressive. Yes. In these times, I don't know if that's... Uh... Well, it's not. I mean, it's invited. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a house call, and you called up, and I'm going to be there. It's not yeah. It's uh, not taken. It's given. It's, it's So go follow <laughs> Casey on Twitter and Instagram, at Casey J. Salango. Mm-hmm. Go follow him, support him. Super funny. You're going to love him. Uh, you want to do some emails? Yeah, let's do emails, baby. You guys can send anything you'd like. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Play the game or rise above. What does that mean? Huge fan of the podcast. Wouldn't be writing in if, it wa- if, uh, if I wasn't. Consider the softest and most tantalizing, tantalizing feathering in the business. Down to it. I'm 26 and graduated from a top tier. Big Ten school with a football program that has unfortunately taken an unanticipated downward slide this season. I spent the last three years living, working, frolicking from bar to bar in a large city in the great uh, and on a great lake. 
Being from the suburbs of said city and attending a Big Ten school made this environment my playground. I had a huge network of friends, lovers, professional contacts, etc. I'll save you the ex- existential reflections on why I wanted to change. But the long short is I decided to go back to graduate school this fall in the beautiful city that Ron Burgundy calls home. Mm. San Diego. San Diego. Mm. This is classic 26-year-old breakdown mm-hmm. to what's me. His, what's his problem? Did you get to the problem yet? Or is that well, I'm just saying in the yeah. beginning, like you hear someone uh, 26, 25, 26, that, like that quarter-life crisis mm-hmm. that like has become cliche at this point. Yeah. It's funny because they're like, I got all the, you know, I'm running around getting drunk, yeah. grad school. Mm-hmm. Let me let me reset this thing. Yeah, it's where it starts to get weird. I, I, was at, I didn't go to grad school, but I was at college like a year too long because I'm just a fuck up. And mm-hmm. I was on uh, like. Where'd you go to school? I went to Oneonta. Mm-hmm. So, and I was on a bunch of uh, student loans and like grants. Yeah. So they were just like, so I was poor as shit. So they're just throwing money at me to like stay there. And I was sure. taking like bullshit classes to hang out. But by the end of the fifth year, I was like, "This is this is too much. I'm done. I can't be. I can't be here anymore. This is embarrassing. <laughs> this is getting out of control." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're the old uncle. At yeah, the I never want to be parties. the old guys. Yeah. Is, yeah, I saw the whole spectrum of being like the kid that couldn't get into bars and being like, "All right," I was like holding a lantern. Yeah. Come on, kids, this is the good one. They let you in underage. I was quickly connected with a few friends of friends, girls, and have two female roommates. So I feel like I'm on my way to establishing a strong circle of gals. I was on the apps and said Great Lake City and have returned. Has turned to them even more since moving. I've gone out on a few dates, and I'll admit some of them were duty dates just to get out and explore my new city. Duty dates. Uh-huh. I've never heard of duty dates Interesting. before. A star crossed uh, my path a few weeks ago in the form of an 878, graduate of my alma mater and also a uh, recent transplant. 878, face, body, personality. All right. Okay. okay. That's, that's the rating great. system area code method. That's perfect. We immediately hit it off purely through the common nostalgia of our alma mater and the stress of our football team is causing us the season. Went on a date and I had a really good time. Women's intuition. Oh, th- yes, this is a lady email. Cue the music. Wow. Oh, late, wow. late to the uh, lady email game. I didn't know that. <laughs> 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 he had a pretty good time, too. The hiccup. He didn't text me the week following the date. I'm a firm believer in the dogma of he will text if he wants to text, but my friend and her fiancé convinced me to shoot him a belated follow-up to that text the next week. He's in the medical field in his first year of residency that convinced me that these residents don't have time to shower, let alone... Okay, fuck that. I don't believe in that. Uh, So I went for a very uh, generic text the following week about our football team. Since then, we've been texting very sporadically. He is working 80 hours a week, it sounds like, with some 24-hour shifts thrown in there, too. I feel like I'm overcorrecting in the form of uh, waiting the one and a half the amount of time his response to send mine. Trying to play hard to get, but probably failing and overly just wanting, waiting for him to ask me out on a second date. Mm. I do like him and would want something romantic with him, but also would settle for friendship and just adding another person to my small network out here. Do I quit the game and just be friends in a new city, even if that means double text now and then ask him to do something uh, such as wait, watch the game at our college bar? Or should I continue to live by the long-standing dogma that guys will make time for the second dates they actually want? What do you think of this? This is the longest email we've ever read. It's very podcast. long. I, 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 to be honest with the listeners, I'm gonna, I'm gonna apologize. I, I <laughs> normally don't read an email of that length to like begin, uh-huh. but it was separated between two pages on my like, uh, yeah. uh, you know, the the document that I have. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was like one paragraph, and then all of a sudden we got into this whole fucking thing about. Star. When the minute I read Star Crossed, mm-hmm. I wanted to shoot myself. <laughs> I wanted to end my. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I do. Basically, the the basic of this email is I've moved to a new city. I'm looking for friends, but I also met this guy that I like. Yeah. Um, but he won't text me, and mm. I want to know if I should put in time or just treat him as a friend. This is tough. I mean, uh, so it sounds like you had a good time. He's very busy. I mean, fuck, he's working 80 hours a week, 24-hour mm-hmm. shifts. I mean, that's you said you don't believe in that being a thing? Uh, I just don't like... I don't like, and girls do this a lot, more than guys will ever do, mm-hmm. because I think girls just don't have the ego that guys have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that that's not meant as a shot at women. I'm saying it's more of a shot at men. Like mm-hmm. we will believe that we're doing everything right and everything amazing. How could she not want to be with me? Yeah. And then a girl, a lot of times will be like, I'm doing everything wrong. Why would he want to be with me? Sure, and, and, sure. and I think for her, a lot of girls will make the excuse for the guy. Well, he, here's why he's so busy. Yeah. And it's like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. He does, you know, don't don't yeah. tell me why he's not getting back to you. Okay. You know, right. like I All just right. don't understand that whole thing. If he's if he's in residency, he can come to you and go, Hey, listen, 
I'm having a good time. I'm trying my best. You know, let him give give that excuse, not you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, it was only one date, so you got to... Uh, I mean, don't, I wouldn't give it too much time. I would be flat out. I remember when I was in my, my dating days. Uh, mm. You're in a relationship now? I'm in a relationship now. Okay. So I would go on a date. I remember there were some girls that would be like too fast to be like, like we go on a date and then I'd like have to cancel one date and they'd be mm. like, well, clearly you don't have time for me. I was like, yeah. literally, I just, I was like, I know you've dated every fuckhead in New York City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah. cancels constantly. I was like, this is one time, but I'm like, all right, if that's how it's going to be, I'm not going to be on the defense. They do kind of become this like, as if you're interviewing. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I oh the second interviews here and it's like wait I just wanted to hang with you because we had a good hang the first time yeah and now there's all these like you know I do there the getting ahead of yourself thing because you there is this thing where it's like oh this is a nice person yeah and you get excited and that excitement turns to what the fuck is next yeah. and it's like why don't you let that excitement live a little bit mm-hmm. and I know that you know that's like telling someone to stop worrying when mm-hmm. they're worrying and it's like yeah thanks yeah um but. I also don't like this. I, I like this email because it brings up a lot of like good topics. Mm-hmm. The other topic is this thing of like, and if it doesn't work out, we'll, I, I'd like to be friends with him too. Mm. No. no, you met in the idea of he wants to fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you haven't fucked, he still wants to fuck That's you. True. So for you to go, I hate the, that whole idea of like. Well, this could be friends too. Don't lie to yourself. Yeah. This is never going to be friends. You met. This is there's ninety nine percent. This is never friends. Mm-hmm. And that one percent chance, if that happens, good for you. Yeah, it's very rare. I've never gone on a date with someone who had to turn into a friendship. They, they, yeah, I've never looked at no. a girl and been like, "Wait, hold on, I I do I I came here to fuck you, but hold on, never mind." <laughs> yeah, like this is so fun. I don't want to fuck anymore. No, I just want to hang out. I just want to hang out. No, you, yeah. If you like, if you want to be friends with them, you want to fuck them more. Yes, what the hell? Come and on. It, and it also especially. When you've met on an app yeah. where the whole swiping thing is based on would I fuck this person yes, first? Absolutely, absolutely. So don't fool yourself. Like I have friends that I'm friends with a few girls that I've dated in the past, but it took a lot of like hating each other first and being in arguments and then coming back to the point where we're like, okay, all that other shit mm-hmm. is out the window. If I'm this girl, I would send him a text. Yeah. And I'd be like, hey, um, I'm down to hang out. Know you're busy. Uh, I'm free next week on these days. Let me know. Yeah, I think that's simple as that. And if he doesn't make the effort, then uh, move on. Keep going out. But I also don't like, like, don't make, you know, don't mix your networking in a new city with your dating apps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the biggest thing out of this email that I would tell this girl. Because, like, you know, you move to a new city, you're looking for new friends. Uh, you move to a city that people usually move to when they're trying to escape yeah. some shit. Yeah. People don't just go to San Diego to go to medical school. Okay. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> I, I, that's why the beginning of this email is so funny to me the quarter life crisis. Because, listen, here's what happens you go to work, you get out of college, you go to work, you realize this, I don't really know about this job. Mm. I don't really feel good about where I am in life. I want to do something. And then you go, oh, wait, I'll go to grad school so I can take a test so I can get an A and feel good about myself again. Yeah. Because in school, doesn't work like life mm-hmm. you know school is get the material take the test get the grade you deserve yeah that doesn't happen in life no. and that's why people go back to grad school a lot of times so they can put off the idea that if you put the work in maybe you do fail sometimes oh yeah i've got friends that have been in school for like 10 years and i'm like hey, dude, you just don't want to live life you just, you just yeah. can't get you just can't handle the failure you just yeah you just want to see <laughs> a teacher go here's your a yeah i wish a- a's oh, are damn. easy to get but it's very hard you know sometimes like i feel like any success i've had mm-hmm. post college has been just a miraculous oh, coming yeah. together of things oh yeah it's absolutely any any success I've gotten in comedy has been like I did what the fuck it's like how did that happen it's rare happenstance mixed with like timing and and then you look back and you're like oh I did work there I did work yeah. there but it's never linear yeah and no. school is linear so for her she went to San Diego to mm-hmm. get away from all the fucking bullshit in Chicago mm-hmm. you know with all this double speak in the email and then <laughs> and then she went there and now she's found some normalcy with this guy where it's like oh. We connect about home, and it's like I know she's excited, but the idea that you're like, well, maybe we we'll be friends. No, no, you want to be with him, and that's okay. But keep move as such. Mm-hmm. Don't lie to yourself so that you can do- so you don't fail. She's trying to avoid failure at every turn. Yeah, that's it. And I've had girls like this when I was dating too, where it's like I really didn't want to go on a second date with them, but I was like, I agreed to because I was like, well, it might be fun, whatever. Mm. Maybe it'll be better. And then I just kept pushing it off, and she's like, well, clearly you're not that into it. And I'm like, yeah. well, thanks for saying it. So it's. Pushing it either way is not like if he really if likes you, then it's not going to be like she's 
asked to go on a date, so fuck that. It's yeah. Like, you got to just put it out there. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Casey James Salango. Yeah. At Casey J Salango yeah. on Twitter and Instagram. Wild Country Phoenix, the album. Go pick it up on iTunes. The Good, the Dad, and the Ugly. Also on iTunes, the podcast. Oh, we are sponsored, baby. Beachbody On Demand. What is Beachbody On Demand? Beachbody On Demand is an online fitness streaming service that gives you unlimited access to a wide variety of highly affected world-class workouts personalized to meet your needs, plus extensive nutritional content, all proven to help people achieve their health and fitness goals with step-by-step program guides, workout calendars, comprehensive nutrition plans, and an innovative portion control-focused cooking show, Fixate, and the motivation uh, in support of a growing community. Beachbody On Demand is the total package. P90X, Insanity, 21 Day Fix, T25. I never read this one because I never know how it's how it's pronounced. Pio? P-O? P-I-Y-O. It must be popular because it's highlighted here. Here's what I'm going to tell people. It's Netflix for working out, workout things. And the more you can get a workout in quick, that's the e- half the battles get into the gym. Beachbody On Demand it brings the gym to your home. So my listeners can claim a free trial membership. J-Train listeners, just text J-Train. Please text J-Train. It's one word, no spaces. So just text J-Train to 303030. Get full access to the entire platform for free. That's huge. Basically, if you're sitting right now being like, I need the next 30 days to be a good 30 days, let's start with this. Text J-Train to 303030, and then you'll get a whole month to you know do new workouts every single time. Go check it out, Beachbody On Demand. Text J Train to thirty thirty thirty. Keep someone interested till break. Yeah, this is great. This, you're great at this. You're I, great. I no radio host, pal. Dear, dear <laughs> Jubaka, <laughs> how did? Are you happy about that? The look in your eyes. You stop for a second. They're calling you Jubaka. Oh yeah. You call yourself. There's Jubaka? a lot of Jew uh-huh. entrances. I think sure. I'm the first Jew some of these people have ever I think heard probably, speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, long-time listener, serial nut feather, need your advice on something. This girl that I know from home who's a 689. Okay. Face, All body, right. personality. We've always been friendly, but I describe her as same party, different car type of friend. So I, I describe, like, if, if you're friends with someone, I my, like, the, I haven't said this in so long on the no, podcast, but this guy must be an OKP listener. Um, when you go to a party yeah. in high school, there'll be your car. And it's like some people will be at the same see, party, but yeah. they go in a different car. So mm. you're not as close with those people. Yeah, I got you. That makes sense. We matched on Tinder about a week back and had a really good back and forth going for a while. We have a lot of mutual friends, so I obviously couldn't try and couldn't try and meet up the same night for drinks and possibly MOSWH. Make out, see what happens. Oh, wow. <laughs> I finally asked her to hang out, and it turned out she was leaving the next morning for a month-long family vacation, which she got back from two days before going back to school. My question is, how do I keep this going until we're both back home for break? We'll definitely be hanging out in the group settings a few times. Do I tap on the glass, send her a text message every now and then? Or does the king of brunch have an even better way to make out and see what happens with this girl? Thanks, loyal listeners who hang over are soothed every Tuesday and Friday by Papa Mm. JT. So what do you think? Uh, This is actually like, this is a good issue right now because people are getting ready for, you know, Thanksgiving. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's coming up. Maybe there's someone at home that you're trying to like, mm. ah, I want to set myself up for that home hookup. What do yeah. you think? I mean, my first red flag, who the, what adult goes on a month-long vacation with her family? That's That would be a problem for me. I'd be like, this I don't want to see what happens to this. This is why that girl went back to college, it, you know, yeah. because you can do that when you're a college student. It's uh, any adult that's that close to their family that don't, I don't like. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you got to have a little distance. You got to like, you can love them, but not be so yeah. close that you want to fucking go out for a month with them. I spent two days with my family. I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. I think that's yeah. the normal way to do it. So, I mean, you can see what happens, but it's not going to be great, I think. And uh, <laughs> So, so, so your look you, on life is don't love your family. Don't love your family enough. Enough to go home, but also be annoyed yes, with them. They're going to die. You don't yeah. want to have it ruin your life. You don't want to get too close. Yeah, people, these like grown women are like, my dad died eight years ago. It's like, yeah, everybody's dad dies. Come on. <laughs> Shut up. Move on. Okay. <laughs> you know what? So you have someone who's like, I have oh, some more happens. empathy for those people than you do, but yeah, I, I don't. Uh, move on. Stop loving your family. Grow up. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so, uh, what was this question? You'd be fun at a funeral. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, move <laughs> on, everyone. What are you crying about? <laughs> He's in the ground. <laughs> Come, Come on. on. Let's, let's party. We got to yeah. talk about football. <laughs> Hell yeah, Doc. Uh, what was his question though? I forgot. He wants to keep it going until break. So they're going to be away yeah. from each other. How do you like pop in and out of this person's life? 
I guess you just fucking do it. Ask her out. I don't know. You can do a makeout, see what happens, if, and hold on in the month. If I'm this dude, mm-hmm. right now, there's someone sitting at college or at their job or whatever it is, and they know Thanksgiving is... Right now, we're far enough out from Thanksgiving, but close enough to Thanksgiving mm-hmm. to set yourself up to fuck at Thanksgiving. Sure, yeah, yeah. Right? I think we all agree. Before Thanksgiving night. It's October 31st. Mm -hmm. It's Halloween. Oh, yeah, this is a Halloween episode. Oh, baby. Okay? (laughs) Halloween, the day after Halloween, I think we can start to play Make Our Beds for Thanksgiving (laughs) break. Mm -hmm. I think it's that. Mm -hmm. Set up those sheets for some F-Town. Woo! Out the cranberry and stuffing. There we go. Set it up for some stuffing. (laughs) Come on, daddy. So now, what I would say to this guy is you need to start being the biggest social media cheerleader that there is. Ah. Social media wise, I if I would say November 1st is the day we should we should start a new holiday. Mm-hmm. Like Fest 2005. Oh boy. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> 2005. Yeah, you go through like like Fest is every wow. November 1st. You go to the person that you want to try and get with while you're home on Thanksgiving ah. and you go like a ridiculous amount of their Instagram Oh, J Train, this is brilliant. You go through it, uh-huh. and I call it tapping on the glass sure. because you're like, "Hello, <laughs> somebody in there? Yeah, I'm, you? I'm here. I'm hard. <laughs> you know. So I, what I would do is let's make November first the day, and you just go through and like a ridiculous amount to let them know I'm fucking stalking you, mm-hmm. and then if they like back. Now that now we're dancing. Mm-hmm. Now we're dancing. And baby. then you get in the DMs and you say, "Hey, I just I saw a picture of you. It's been forever. I just wanted to say what's up. Uh, how's everything going? Uh-huh. How's your fall been? How's your fall been? Now we're talking. <laughs> how's your fall been? I, that that's the move that's because now sexy. you're because maybe you saw him over the summer. Mm-hmm. Maybe because now it's recap not time. Yeah. Because they've had a couple months of school and the, or the, of their work or they're living in a new city or whatever it is. And now that's the conversations rolling. Mm-hmm. And what you do is it's a one-day talk. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to be back home for Thanksgiving. We should hang out. Here's my number. Yeah. If you don't already have it. Mm-hmm. Now, but this is all in steps. If you do those ridiculous amount of likes and you get no likes back, guess what? It's over. Over. Stop being creepy. Revert. Yeah. They'll be cool. Those, no one's going to remember those likes. No, you revert. You flip back. I made but, a mistake. Retreat, retreat. Yeah. We're going back to the home front. Sure. And But, but if you, so if step two is they like back, now nah, we're talking. Yeah. So you said, how is the fall? I'm going to be home. We should hang out. Mm-hmm. Here's my number. Now the ball is totally in their court. So you want to make everything. You want to put out the rope to be tugged on. Mm-hmm. Get a little tug. And the rope. Is your dick. It's your dick, buddy. So b- b- put that dick out there and let it get a tug. And I'm not saying send dick pics. Don't send dick pics. No. I'm saying on. you just, hey, I'm here on this date. I'm looking to hang. And then also don't kill yourself with like too many options. Don't mm-hmm. do this to seven girls mm-hmm. or guys. Yeah. Do this to one that you're like, zone in. Mm-hmm. Because Thanksgiving break, here's how you don't fuck over Thanksgiving break. When you're making promises to ten different people, mm-hmm. and then you make no, and then no promises at all. Yes, yes, yes. You got to zone in. Mm-hmm. You're only home for four days. Yeah. J Train Podcast. So yeah, zone in and at then... gmail.com. Yeah. J Train Podcast <clears throat> at gmail.com. Here with Casey J Salango. Hello. At Casey J Salango on Twitter and Instagram. Let's go to the inbox right now. Liking a hopeless guy. Mm. Yo, J Train. Female email, so you know what to do. <laughs> Play the music. <laughs> Haven't been able to find anything similar on your podcast despite listening to almost every episode. So let's Damn. see what your sage wisdom can do about the following. I met this guy, 868, face, body, personality. Okay. At work about three years ago. We hit it off immediately. There was an apparent sexual attraction from the beginning, too. Mm. I love the way she's already written this email. She's a parent sexually. I just like that it's a, there's a lot of drama. Yeah, it's very mysterious. Do we have any dramatic? Like, I feel like this is like uh, I feel like this is out of like like a very like like a 
like it's a like montage. A, it's like a beautiful, it's like a Daniel Steele. Yeah, like, like I like I feel like we're like we're like it's upping the ant like like that I'm running through the woods mm. while this is happening. Do you know what I'm talking about, Shelby? Do we do we have something like that? Yeah, some music for that. Yeah, because yeah. I think like some of these things you you feel like like you know like it's like I met this guy in 868 at work about three years ago. We hit it off immediately, and there was an apparent sexual attraction from the beginning, too. I'm trying to imagine 86 with the body. What would you put yourself as? What do you what do you tell the listeners you are? I would rate my... I, I don't really rate myself. We had uh, <laughs> our old producer, uh, Mansamp, he was an eight... He considered himself an 888. Wow, triple eights. So we called it a class, you know, a, a man classic, Sam. A classic, that's, that's great. An 888, What would you consider yourself? What do you think? I would say... I'd say a seven seven nine. Seven seven nine. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Every guy ups their own personality. Yeah, sure. Because we sucks. know because we know that like it's funny because we know that like women are like I like him because he's funny. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're all like I, we have a lot sure. of yeah, but I I'm with you on that. What do you I mean, say? You're not gonna judge yourself? I love it. I leave it to the listeners. That's beautiful. To their imagination. All right, let's go to the Zima. I met this guy. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's great. An eight six eight at work about three years ago. We hit it off immediately. There was an apparent sexual attraction from the beginning too. I've been working at this office for some time. Being a delegated worker, then came back home to another state. After some time of constant contact over Skype, text, etc., during work and after, it turned out he had a girlfriend of several months. Mm. Right? This got dramatic. Yeah, it's got very dramatic. I'm scared. How'd she just find out of the girlfriend? <laughs> this fact, though, was not to discourage him from ta- talking to me even more. Flirt, hug me, kiss me, mm. as well as touch me rather intimately, even in front of our coworkers. Everyone knew he was in a relationship. He was generally acting like he was total, totally single, just mentioning his girlfriend randomly from time uh, to time. When it was convenient, e- uh, example why he couldn't grab a drink after work. I never thought of him seriously, just wanted to see... Where this was heading, but three years has passed, and the situation merely, uh, merely, merely changed as we still talk almost every day, Snapchat exchange, flirty texts, and so on. We even met once as he came by uh, by to visit me in my hometown. I know this guy is just wasting my time, but the problem is I really like him. We have common interests and sense of humor, and another problem is him pay, uh, playing his hot and cold game. When for a month we literally speak all day uh, long each day, then suddenly he goes silent for a week. Then shoot me with random texts like nothing's happened. This is draining as hell, and I feel I should end this, but the question is how. Also, what's your opinion on guys, why guys behave like this? What's the point? Uh, he has no intention of leaving his current girlfriend, despite the relationship not satisfying him. As he says, oh, he says that. Mm, of course. Any advice? Greatly appreciate Keep with great work. What do you think? I would say this guy's string you along because he just wants attention. Maybe his relationship's not going great. Mm-hmm. Uh if you made a serious move, and maybe then maybe he would uh, it would make him consider his relationship. Mm. But if you're just like dancing around and you're like playing around, uh, I think it's gonna stay the way. He just wants the attention. And even if you do, I mean, this guy sounds pretty shady. Mm. I don't know if that's the kind of guy you want to be with anyway. I agree with so much of what you said. All right, I agree with everything. I I think for her, what you said about the um, the stringing along yeah. thing. How do we change this? I mean, the he's getting out of this, and guys do this because uh, exact we like the attention. Yeah, and it feels good to get a text, no matter who it's from. Absolutely, you're the excitement in his life mm-hmm. because his his everyone wants two things: we want normalcy and excitement, mm-hmm. and we want the excitement to be on our terms that it won't get us in trouble. So his normalcy, and I said it on this podcast a million times. I've said it. Uh, if you're single or if you're in a relationship, I, I, uh, I pity you on a Saturday night mm. and I envy you on a Sunday morning. Yeah, absolutely. It makes a lot of sense. So this is kind of what the life he's trying to lead. Mm-hmm. He's trying to have his Saturday night excitement with you and his Sunday morning snuggles with her mm-hmm. without ever losing both. Mm-hmm. So you, the only way... You know, the you're right now, if you keep text, every time you text, you keep up his game and there's nothing he wants to change. He's still coming. Yeah. He's coming either way. He's coming either way. And he's coming mentally with you. Yeah. And physically with her. Yeah. So 
The only way to change this is for you, and, and what she says, he'll just disappear. Yeah. But he disappears on his terms. Mm-hmm. You have to stop playing to his terms. Yeah. You need to turn off. Mm-hmm. You need to go away. Mm-hmm. You ne- and you need to go away in a way that is very specific. Yeah. You need to s- say to him, hey, I need to stop talking to you. It's not because I don't enjoy our texts or our conversation, but right now it's holding me back from meeting uh, someone for me to be with. Yeah. And I would say that. Yeah. Get right in front of it and be honest and be like, hey, because this is a little weird. We have a relationship that's not a relationship. Yeah. And I don't think that your girlfriend would appreciate. Mm. If I was your girlfriend, I wouldn't want me to exist. Ooh, that's good. If I were your girlfriend, I would say it like that. That's, yeah. Uh, that's smart. I man. wouldn't want me to yeah. exist. Yeah. Because, right. And then I would say, and I would say to him, I'm not here to like get you in trouble. I'm not yeah. here to like make a big stink. You don't have to worry about anything from me. But this needs to stop. Yeah. And two things are going to happen. One, and then he's either going to, he's going to end up breaking up with his girlfriend in some way or another. Mm -hmm. But maybe he doesn't come back to you. But there's a chance that that's the only way I could see you and this girl and him being a thing, even though I don't think they should be. Mm -hmm. But she needs to stop. Yeah, you gotta lay, you gotta lay it out there. I think that's the thing about, like you said, you with the Saturday night, Sunday morning. I think if you're gonna yeah. be in a relationship, you gotta decide which one. Of course, you want both, mm-hmm. but if you're gonna be in a good relationship, you gotta decide which one you want more. You gotta put it away. You gotta put it away. Of course, we all want that Saturday night, but you gotta if you want but, the Sunday morning's more important. You gotta, uh, you gotta hang it up. Yeah, and it's also like, you know, for him, he's only giving his own girlfriend half a chance. Yeah, too. absolutely. From the other side, he's saying, "Oh well, she's my girlfriend, and there's no." excitement here well that's because you're not trying to have excitement with her yeah you're trying to have it with this outside person also look at the effort that the guy put into getting in touch with you this is the other thing you meet a guy at work who's stringing you along this guy did nothing you yeah. fell into his lap yeah, you're there you were just there he would have done this with you know the the idea that like you guys get along you get along because you it's convenient to get along yeah it's not like he's if he had gone to a bar and met you and then you guys like got along in this way, I'd be like, all right, well, he's looking to leave his girlfriend. Yeah, absolutely. But the way you guys get along is just that you fit in to give him something that he wasn't getting at home yes. or not trying to get. Yes, that's true. I uh, Yeah, we've all been in that situation where you're in a relationship and there's someone at work and just because mm. they're there, you end up flirting a little bit. You wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't go out looking yeah. for any trouble, but there's a little flirtation because you're there every day. Oh, man. I mean, I, and I do this a lot, where mm-hmm. I'll just, like, keep up the texting, even though I don't think it's, like, I, it's hard. It's hard to turn off, because mm-hmm. I, I'm in that situation a lot, where it's like, yeah, I had fun with this girl, or I had fun with, the, you know, uh, and then I keep receiving the texts, and I don't want to be a dick and just not answer, yeah. and I don't want to be, um, but I also don't want to lose that person mm-hmm. in a way, mm-hmm. so you keep it going, but you don't see, you're like, and then you get to the point where it's like, I should be going out with this person. Then you're like, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's over. The fun. Yeah, sure. You just don't want to, but you, yeah. you're happy to get the text. Yeah, sure. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Another sponsor, baby, and I love him. Ooh, do I love Harry's. Ooh, I love Harry's. Harry's.com slash Jtrain. Okay. We know what they do. They got great razors at a fair price, okay? And they're going to give you a trial set for free. If you haven't done this trial set for free thing yet, you're an idiot. You're stupid. All you have to do is pay shipping. And what they're doing, they're, you know, why do they do this? Because they want you fucking seeing, they want you testing the goods. They want you to try. They want you hooked on their, on their drug. So Harry's about great shave at a fair price. Jeff and Andy, two ordinary guys who are fed up with buying overpriced razors, have started Harry's to fix shaving. They bought their own German factory with over 100 years. We've done this a million times. We know the deal. We know that make the mailman your assistant. Okay? Claim your free... That's the best part about Harry's to me. They're great razors. They're great shave products. But the fact is, they're just as good as any that you'd have to walk to the store to get. I'm done walking to the store. I'm done looking at my fucking thing and saying, ah, no razors. 
So claim your free trial offer from Harry's today. $13 value for free when you sign up. Just cover shipping. The trial set includes a razor handle, five precision engineer blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lather and shave gel, a travel blade cover. To get it, harrys.com slash jtrain, harrys.com slash jtrain, harrys.com slash jtrain. Why can't I get hard? Mm. What do you think? Oh, man. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Sadness Yo, jtrain, serious issue here. I might need a big feather for this one. Mm. I've been broken up with my girlfriend for a, a, of a year for about a month now, and I've been talking to another girl. The new girl and I tried to have sex a few times, and I've gotten hard two of the four times. Mm. But the other two times, I just couldn't get it up. It sucks and kills the self-esteem. Help a loyal nut feather out. That's tough. Daddy. You ever had a problem with yeah, the old... Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I, twig uh, and berries? I was in, well, I was in serious relationships for about... For four years, starting at 17, broke up for like six months, got another one for like four years. So Okay, so you're uh, a monogamous. I'm monogamous. So I had, basically, I had sex with three women until the, that one broke up. I was living in New York City. I was mm-hmm. seeing how, the hottest women I've ever seen every day. Mm-hmm. I'd never had a problem before that. It was always just like, I couldn't believe it. I was just very horny. Mm-hmm. And then the first girl I got with after we broke up, yeah, it just happened. And I was like, it was just a... There's like emotional, mental stuff you're not dealing with. Mm-hmm. So you have to uh, let that sink in. And I realized, like, so it would, you got to be comfortable. That's the thing I realized is, like, I was just, like, when you're in a relationship, you're like, I'm a virile man. I'll fuck anything. I'll fuck a goddamn cantaloupe. Mm. I can fuck whatever. But then there's a mental aspect. I uh, actually, that's my motto. What? I fuck anything. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah, I wear really, a hat. <laughs> nice and weird <laughs> hat. The number one, number one fucker. That. Yeah. Uh, so you got to just get mentally comfortable. You got to... Uh, Talk it out with her. Just say you're feeling, you know, you know, there's a relationship. I feel like if you're having a situation like this and the girl is into you, is she finds it comforting that you'd rather talk about it and just like pretend yeah. it's not happening. Vulnerability's hot to women. Yeah, you know, and I, uh, I, the what I'll say to this guy, if you can't get, I don't think women get annoyed. Women are v- way nicer than we would be yeah. if if we. If we had to deal with a not hard penis from yeah. the female side, does this make sense? Yeah, like, yeah, do yeah I sound, we, like we would not be as nice as women. Very true. Like if we were sitting there being like, what? What? Yeah. Well, what, what, what do you mean you're not hard? <laughs> Come on, I'm here. If anything, and uh, women take it too personally. Yeah. You get a lot of times where it's like I can't get our. And I just think everyone needs to like. We should treat the penis um, as if it's like. You know, the Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, sees its shadow. You know, the Groundhog sees its shadow yeah. or doesn't, yeah. not because of you or me. Yeah, it's uh, It's the just fates. the Groundhog, the way the Groundhog works. We have to stop with this, like, you know, we live in this, like, uh, like, I when I love, I like chocolate ice cream. That doesn't mean I fucking hate vanilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, you know, sure, so sure. It, it's, uh, if you get hard, it's because, yeah, it, it, like, I believe if you're in the bed with the person... Everyone should be happy. You know, that's, yeah. that is more than a hard penis. Yeah, that means more absolutely. than a hard penis mm-hmm. to me. I can get hard anytime. Yeah. I, I could be hard right now. I might be hard. I'm right literally now. hard right you now. You are? Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm sporting wood. <laughs> that's great. Good but I'm you. saying I, I could whittle out a boner. Yeah, sure. And, and, you know, randomly. So I'm saying the boner mm. isn't, is, isn't really a reflection on how happy you are to yes. be in the situation. It's the emotions behind the boner. Emotional boner. Emotional boner. So this is what I'm saying. So yeah. like, so I, I'm saying to both guys and girls, we should stop this whole like thing of like, well, he couldn't get hard. Does he not like me? Yeah, it's like, yeah. I, I don't know if it's it works that way. No. It, it If he won't get in the bed with you, then that's a bigger issue that's, than yeah. not getting hard. Absolutely. I've had problems with like, I've gotten, you know, great boners with not the most attractive women and yeah. like they're not being able to get hard with like super hot ladies and it's all it's a mental tied to the emotions and if you talk yeah if you talk it out i feel like everybody's on the same page and they they feel better you feel better and then usually that sprouts it happening more because everyone's a little more comfortable what i would say to this guy and what you said the comfortability yeah. is like the most important part mm-hmm. the best boners i've ever had have come after a good conversation yeah sure where Beautiful. i'm like and then a good conversation where I'm like on a sexual conversation mm-hmm. where I'm like, what do you like? What do I like? What? Uh, oh, are you into this? Are you what gets what? Do, what don't you like? I And I think for this guy, he's out of a long term relationship. He's with this new girl. There's they don't know each other. I yeah. think talking sexually with someone 
helps a boner. Absolutely. And helps a vagina, too, mm-hmm. I, I would assume. Yeah. If it's helping a boner, it's got to help a vagina. I believe so. So for this guy, maybe next time, more time on... I would also stop masturbating as much as he's masturbating. Yeah, don't masturbate. Don't watch porn. That all that all helps. Get out of that. Get out clear of that. the brain. Yeah. Then when you guys are hanging out, during the makeout, during the foreplay, let's have a little talking. Yeah, we're in there. talking. Yeah, Whisper in her ear, what do you like? What do you want? And then that gets her talking. And then then once you're talking back and forth, now the boner's listening. The boner's like, what's that going on up there? I'm sorry. Let me get a closer look. Did I I hear her whisper? Did I hear her say that she likes likes your arms? Ooh. Let me show... Let me show her this fist. Yeah, she likes the arms. Right? Get, get the bone. The boner will listen. The boner will listen. You so, got to coax it out. Sometimes he's a little scared. Just give him, make him, set the table for him. Make him podcast at gmail.com. podcast at gmail.com. Which is worse? Ready? Mm hmm. <coughs> Sup, J Train. Living in NYC with tall buildings everywhere. Thought this would be a good which is worse. Which is worse? Being deathly allergic to any dairy product. Or never being able to use an elevator again. What say you and your esteemed guest? Uh, I love dairy. Ice cream, sour cream, cottage cheese, any cheese. Mm. And uh, if you have a guy to use the stairs, then you fucking great legs, great calves, eating cheese. I say the dairy. Yeah, you're in better shape if you take the stairs everywhere. But like, what if you're on mm. the 30th floor? Yeah, that would suck. You're in a rush. I do it, man. If I get to you a fucking nice brick so of cheddar, you, it's on the worse up. to you to not have to have. Yeah, dairy. to me, it's it's a close. It's close. I don't go in a lot of tall buildings. I'm not invited in many nice places, so it's no problem for me. Yeah, it's definitely worse to not eat the dairy products yeah. because also you can do the let's get to coffee downstairs. You could work your life around absolutely never taking an elevator. Mm-hmm. So definitely the dairy, one. dairy buddy. Uh, if you have a which is worse, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast. At gmail.com. Public restroom techniques. Mm. Ahoy, Admiral J Train. A nautical f- nut feathering for those briny balls from a longtime listener. I've got a technique to help anyone who has ever sailed into the treacherous waters of a public restroom stalemate. Your porcelain vessel is seaworthy, your torpedo is ready to fire, but you're unsure if you're alone before you let it rip. To avoid any collateral damage in these internal international waters, you must use your periscope, turn on your phone camera, and hold it below the stall to see on your screen if anyone is around. Uh, okay. If no enemy vessels are detected, then you're all clear to fire away. However, this does mean you need to already have your phone silenced to avoid sonar detection. This guy's really gone He's the really distance. really in his nautical this. fucking theme. The last thing anyone needs is a reputation around the office as that guy who rips ass and takes shit pics in the bathroom. So, Admiral, do you, first mate Shelby, or your mar- maritime guests have any other ways to avoid peril on the high seas? How do you avoid being the shit guy in the office? I mean, I would be more worried about being the guy with his camera out while yeah. everyone's taking his shit. That's the, that's the guy you don't want to be. Everybody shits. Everybody and, uh, shits. Not everybody takes cameras of your coworker shitting, so why don't you cut that out and stop with all the sea talk. Uh, it's a little bit much. <laughs> everyone's going to be like, this guy fucking talks yeah. like a naval captain over here. That's what he, that's the guy around the office. Do you have any are. strategies when you take a shit? I, I live in New York City, so you got to, when you sh- got to shit, you got to shit. A lot I've of gotten, public restroom time. I've completely, my strategy is I've given up on sh- having shame about it, mm. and I just have to deal with it. So I do... You do the squatty potty thing. That's why I realized years ago, if you lift your legs up, everything comes out faster, so you're okay. much more efficient. I do the flush as you go. That's uh, the move. I do the flush as you go. That's that's brilliant. And then you just... Uh, I used to carry wet wipes with me when really? I would carry a backpack around, but I don't do that anymore. Uh, but if you have a pay, if you have a regular bag, get some wet wipes. But you guys just lose the shame. That's the only thing you can do. It's something we all got to do. Everybody with. shits. Shelby, do you have a, a strategy? No, you just shit in public. Yeah, we're just yeah. animals. Just, go, just be an animal. Yeah, yeah, there just be an animal. I do the move where if I know it's going to be like an explosion, yeah, I flush at the exact same time That's that fun. I shit. Yeah, so it's like I'm playing uh, a band. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm playing instruments. I'm I'm hitting the flush button shared, right as the as shared the, freedom on the diary on the ones and twos. Yeah, sure. That's my move. I also, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I've lost the shame in it. Um, I don't understand the idea that, like, we're all, like, I hate, the person I hate, there's two people I hate in public restrooms the most. The one that comes in 
You ever been shitting in a public restroom and someone goes walks in, they go, whoa, what's yeah. happening here? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, you, you, oh, you forgot. <laughs> you what's forgot happening in here? Shit? No, there's a card game. What the fuck are you talking <laughs> on, about? Buddy, let's, yeah, what kind of socially unaware asshole no. walks in and, whoa, <laughs> somebody. I hate loud public restroom guy. Sure, sure. Nobody's worse because it's it's their insecurities they're putting on you. Yeah, like you ever talk to someone where you're like, you're like, uh, you're in a conversation with them and you're like, oh, this is a miserable person because now I feel miserable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's like. I've only seen those guys at like a football game or like a public yeah. where they want to make a joke. They're like, oh, this guy turn up. It's like I'm fucking shitting at a football we, game with thirty dudes. I don't treat feel great. Public restrooms like a library. Yes, it's quiet. Have quiet. some empathy. People need calm and Yeah, relax. let us get this done. We're all here to go to work. Nobody's happy to be shitting in public. You just got to do it. The other person I hate at a public restroom, and I get this all the time at the airport, mm -hmm. is the guy that looks in between the spaces. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Get what investigation you. are you on? Yeah, get out of there, pal. You don't need to know the details. Listen, Blue's face. Clues. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> Poop Clues. I, I... I, you see that little eyeball yeah. in between? You're like, dude, all you had to do was just, I take my hand, I push yeah. to see if it opens, mm -hmm. and if it doesn't, that means there's someone in there. I look for feet. I had one time when I was in school, I was shitting in one of the teacher's bathrooms because it was yeah. after school, so I didn't think anybody noticed. And the teacher came in and was like, hey, what the? And he was like looking at me through the crack while I'm shitting. He's like, yeah. you're not allowed to be in this bathroom. I'm like, all right, well, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> happening. And then he stayed there looking at me through the crack. He's like, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put up with this. I'm gonna as soon as you come out, he just started masturbating. He's like, oh, it's like, no, he's having <laughs> wait, what just he happened? It might have gotten. I don't know why he was staring me through the crack, but it's like, buddy, we're none of us are happy to be here. It's already happening. You can write me off if you want to, but I'm not gonna stop shitting. Yeah, that guy looked through the eye cra crack, oh, and then there's another guy I don't like. Huh. Is the knocking until they hear a yeah. voice? No, 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 no. I hate that because you're in there, and then I like I'll do a ah! like if someone knocks, I go. Ah! That's my move, but if they if you do that and then they 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 want like what what do you want like a full tra uh full conversation yeah. here? It's uh you push usually I just push his luck. I had a guy one time at work. I went there's one bathroom and I I knocked on it. He goes, "Come on in." It was a single bathroom. And I was like, no. And he was in there for another like four Wa minutes. Water's warm. It's like, plenty of room. You can piss between my legs. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Old dog needs some new, new tricks. tricks. What's up, J Train? First off, I wanted to say love the show. My buddies and I listen to it every week. And I've had to make several long drives this semester. And if I weren't for your podcast, my drive would be like pulling teeth. Hey, man, thank you. Uh, anyways. Time to transition from the feathering to the juicy deets. Mm. I'm a senior in college at a humble, uh, at a humble at large SEC school. A what? Mm. Um, and I'm trying to make the most out of my senior year. I've always been a relationship kind of guy, and always tend to bounce from one relationship to another. My strategy with women has always been to get to know them well first as friends uh, before dating them. Oh, he's a liar. <laughs> um, uh, so the girls I date tend to be through mutual friends or girls in my group of friends. This kind of long-term wooing process can take several months or several weeks, all depending on the girl, but it's uh, worked pretty well for me, so I've stuck to it. But it's my senior year now, and I'll be going to law school next fall, so I've been spread thin trying to prepare for that between four student organizations, so I don't have the time to devote to this long-term dating process. How do I improve my short-term game? How do I pick up girls at bars, at parties, etc.? Since this is my senior year, I just want to have my last hurrah and explore my options uh, before it's too late. I look forward to your response. Thanks again for all you do. Keep on killing it. What do we think? I don't know. I was never good at this myself. I was always the relationship guy, too. And mostly, if I did have, like, hookups with people, it was people I already knew for the most part. Mm. Very rarely have I just, like, gone to a bar and picked up a woman. I feel like you just got to be fucking confident. You just got to do it. You just got to go for it. I mean, what do you think? I'm sure I, you're better at this. I, I'm not, I don't think, I, I, I'm not good at this. Yeah. I, I, because the human in us is just, we're lazy. We're naturally lazy. Mm -hmm. We're naturally, you know, just uh, in our own heads. Yeah. So, like, understand that, like, you know, the advice you get on quick hookups and, like, yeah. game shit, mm -hmm. it's all bullshit. bullshit. Unless, it's all unless you do it. And, yeah. like, the people that are the best at this short-term hookup thing, they just have, I, I think they have energy. Mm. I, I think that's like, like I know a guy, I'm thinking of one guy in particular. Um, and I, I don't want to say his name, but he's a friend. Sure. And But he hooks up. Yeah. And he hooks up like 
when he wants to, he get, he gets it done. He's wow. and he's he's not partic- he's not a supermodel. Mm-hmm. He's not you know there's a, we always joke about it how he's not this like but he always has something going on. Yeah. And the one thing he has is energy. Mm-hmm. And that's a really tough thing to have. I you know, I'll be after a show and I'll talk to these people and I'll be like I just want to fucking look at my phone and not, and turn off my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this guy is fucking. Where are you from? What do the dad do? What's your yeah, parents? Yeah. Where are your parents from? What? Are you? And he's asking questions. And I'm like, ugh. <clears throat> I can't believe he's doing it's all this a work, lot, man. It's exhausting. So hooking yeah. up is exhausting. Yeah. And that's like that's the honest truth. So mm-hmm. like, if you want to be a better short game guy, it's about it's about two things. Qu- um. Zoning in, and and uh, committing. Yeah, and those are and committing. It, it sounds like like in people say that's the opposite of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. No, committing to one night with one yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I would say, to this guy, get on the dating apps, and you and and also honesty. <laughs> and it's weird because all these things work against what we think should be the way. Mm-hmm. If you go out to a bar and you go up to a girl and you're like, "Hey, I'm doing shots. You in?" And you start talking to her, and you're interested in asking questions, and you zone in on one guy or girl, and you're and you're you're pushing. Yeah, that will happen that night. Yeah, it's just. Commitment. And you say to that person, "Hey, I'm going home. Do you want to come?" Done. That's it. It's and it, yeah. It's really. It's honestly zoning in, committing to one option, of any option, and going for it. Yeah. And being happy to be there and asking questions and being genuinely interested in what they're saying. Yeah. I think if you want to hook up, you just got to be willing to do it. I mean, not be like, you're going to get embarrassed sometimes, but you got to be able to move well, on from Well, that. this is the thing with the dating apps. Like, if I was on a dating app, you go on, hey, hey, they say, hey, what's up? Hey, I'm going here right now. Come hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Make yourself the adventure. Yeah, sure. Um, and, and what he's doing with the friend, the long-term thing, like, I I don't necessarily think that's like the best way to go about meeting people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's. Uh, I mean, every. F- that's the way I've done it. It's just the way it's happened. Yeah. I don't know if it's the best way, but it's the way it's always. But it happens. There. But I'm saying to this guy, you want to like go. I would go to a bar with a few friends. Yeah. Two other guys. Not better looking go, than you. Same, even. same, even keel, and sure. you go up to other groups. Uh-huh. Hey, what are you doing? What's going on? Uh, and then groups attract groups, and then. You look to make the hangout happen that night. Yeah. Quick, committed, zone in, energy. Yeah. Train Podcast at gmail.com. Train Podcast at gmail.com. Casey James Salango. Casey J. Salango on Twitter and Instagram. Go check him out. He's super funny, awesome comic. Uh, the album's called Wild Country Phoenix. The Good, the Dad, and the Ugly is the podcast. Let's uh, let's do more emails. I'm, I'm enjoying okay. the thing we got going sure. on. Um, cause I, I, we got some good ones. We got a ton of emails this week. Keep sending them in. Yeah, we love it. J train podcast at gmail.com. I like this need help getting in the friend zone. What? Huh? Dearest M O M minister of mimosas. How about that? Baby. Uh, you got enough nicknames. I like this one. Years. I'm a post-grad living in Seattle. I want to go to Seattle so yeah, it's, bad. Uh, it sounds beautiful. Um, I want to go do comedy there and then like have a coffee Outside, I just like the weather of Seattle. It's I know beautiful. that's a weird thing. No, it's nice. It's cool. It's like rainy. You been to Portland? No, Pretty I want to go there Portland's too. Great. I've been to Portland actually because I did Oregon, and um, I'd like to go to Portland. I think it's pretty similar. To I like I like all that, like that Pacific Pacnor yeah, yeah. culture. Sure, it's misty. Sweatshirts misty. A nice uh, Brindle cable ever, net. Yeah, yeah. You ever watch, uh, what's the movie, the, the Goonies? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. You watch Goonies, and I'm like, oh, I just want to live in that weather <laughs> it's all nice. the time. It's like that outside right now. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like yesterday, it was rainy and shitty. I stayed in bed until 4 o'clock. I, really? I, I went out and was watching the Pats in a goddamn bar with a few people because no one wanted to come out. It was great. It was a dream. I didn't like how they looked. I don't like how the Patriots look. They're looking good. They're still getting wins. I mean, they're not. The D's. They, have a, ve- they have a very uh, AFC championship loss look to them. Mm-hmm. This is great. <laughs> I love a lot of Patriots fans. They're like, nah, this isn't it. This isn't well, the year. I, my I, dad's the same I, fucking way. I know, but we, like, we've seen greatness. Yeah, I know. And we've seen, you know, Close the well-oiled yeah. version of the Patriots, and mm-hmm. this is like a rickety. Yeah, it might be. We'll see. 
I don't know. Right now, it feels like it's uh, it's gonna be Steelers, um, Seahawks. I don't know. Eagles are looking pretty scary. I don't like. I don't think they look as good as everyone thinks. All right. I guess we disagree. Just say. <laughs> Few of my buddies and I play in a kickball league every Wednesday night. We have almost become friends with some girls who are on the other teams in the league. <laughs> almost become friends with some girls. <laughs> Man, this is... This is uh, you can type that out. And with... Almost and, friends with a girl. <laughs> <laughs> we all knew each other's names and we'll say hi. Before, oh, wow. Before this... Or grab a beer at the bar after, but that's as far as it goes. Mm. All of my buddies and I also have girlfriends ah. who come to the game sometimes, and we met these girls from the league. Sure. However, when our girlfriends do come, the girls from the league tend to keep their distance a little more. As with many postgrads in a different city, our friend group is fairly small, smaller than we'd like. The league is ending in two weeks, and my buddies and I are perplexed on how, mu- how we can further our relationship with the girls from the league. Not in a sexual way. We just want to have a bigger group of friends to do fun shit, go on trips with, hook up with our single friends. Good-looking, fun girls seem hard to come by these days. This is a this is weird. This is is this is this a saint that I wrote it? I don't know in? what this is. Uh, and they make pa- uh, party better. You know, he's raking all sure. great points. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have a penis, yeah, sure. they're fun. We yeah. can have great fun at the party. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> My friends can hook up with them, sure. We can go on trips. <laughs> yeah, you just want to go on trips. Uh, they make every party better, so we don't want to fuck this up. We tried introducing our girlfriends a few times to see if they did it off on their own, but nothing really came of it. Mm. Uh, it sounds like your girlfriends don't want to meet these yeah, chicks. Yeah, they don't want you to have a hot new girlfriend group, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. But we also know that the girls from the league aren't from Seattle, so we think they'd be receptive to expanding their network as well. Would it be completely out of bounds? To just ask their numbers at the game, uh, last game of the season, would that lead to all our girlfriends hating them forever? Mm. We're stuck. Please help expand our sad post-grab group of losers. God, I don't fucking know how to deal with this. You, so you just want you want to get these girls' numbers for completely platonic purposes, which I, if I was a hot girl, I wouldn't believe. Especially if I've already met your girlfriend, I'd be like, this is strange. If I was the girlfriend, I wouldn't believe I mean, this. I wouldn't the whole thing. If I, was, I don't believe this right now. What he's saying is very true, though. Uh-huh. You, you get out of college, yeah. and meeting a new friend out of college mm-hmm. is fucking difficult. Yeah. Uh, to say to someone, hey, I'm going to watch the game. You want to come? It almost feels like weird. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I think, um, and like, I had a group of, uh, when I first moved to New York, mm-hmm. and I was working... Uh, not doing comedy. I was like working, and all everyone had jobs. It, it that friend group stemmed from high school friends mm. because the high school friends were like it was cool to like catch up with them. We had a, a backlog of uh, we had a past together, yeah. And then their friends from college would seep into the group. So you need tentacles. Yeah, sure. With these girls. It, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't. You're really gonna force it. Right? Yeah, it feels forced, and it feels mm-hmm. like you're trying to like hook up with them. Yeah, you need a single guy to ask one of those girls for their number. Yes, you need one of your. He says he has single friends that they should hook up with mm-hmm. them. You need to bring one of your. You need one dude to be the one they'll hate in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, <laughs> you know? sure, sure. Like, That's smart. You need one guy to want to fuck one of them. Yeah. And you need him to go out and be like, hey, come with us. Mm -hmm. Because he has the reason. And I know this is like childish and stupid, but like this is the way we were made. Okay. Like like it starts with, hey, I was into this girl. And then it ends with, yeah, but now we're all friends. And now you're, you know, you guys need to get over it so we can all be friends. Yeah. You need that weird thing. I had a group of girlfriends in college that were like all like, you know, hot ladies at fun parties, everything like that. And we're... There was a certain combination with my friend group and their friend group where like mm. people wanted to hook up certain people. Yes. Sometimes it happened, but a lot of times it just ended up we were all just like friends and we hung out, but it needed that initial spark of like somebody wanted to fuck somebody yeah. or else it's like, <laughs> why, what are we doing here? You I don't know. need one hard penis. <laughs> you need one hard penis in that group. To make to, this friendship happen. To stir the friendships too. Yes, you, that's the only, you can't stir it with a, with a limp penis. No, sir. So you need to bring a single friend to the last game of the season. Yes. Have him be, and then when you go out for beers after, you need him to exchange numbers with one of these girls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, those girls don't want to hang out with guys with girlfriends. Generally not, yeah. Because they don't want to get involved. They don't want the drama. No. They also want boyfriends themselves. Sure. So why would they go after guys that already have girlfriends? Why yeah. would they hang with you? Yeah. You need to bring in some uh, some red meat. Oh, some red meat. Some hot American cock. <laughs> 
jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Casey, thank you for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, man. Uh, Casey J. Salango on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow him. Go support him. Go buy the album. The album, Wild Country Phoenix. The podcast, The Good, The Dad, and The Ugly. I love that name. Thanks, brother. Uh, every Monday on iTunes, mm-hmm. uh, Stitcher, anywhere you can find a podcast. Uh, thank you so much, Shelby. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, also Snapchat, where they're raving. It's a real groundswell happening. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Jared Free, JTrain56 on Twitter and Snapchat. I sure. almost forgot. Also at Jared Freed on Instagram. And let me do one final message. Okay. Patreon. I love Patreon because we've created a community there. Um, and if you're not there, uh, there's different... Le- if you found value in this podcast for a buck a month, you get uh, bonus videos, bonus content. Uh, I blog on there a lot, or uh, here and there. Not a lot. Hmm. Uh, we do behind the scenes where I'll do like a rundown of the episode. Um, but And then for five bucks a month, we do a bonus episode of the podcast. So, That's great. Get involved. Go check it out. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. That's Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. We will be back next episode. Boom.